This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is self-awareness. So talk to me a little bit about self-awareness, Diana. Hmm. So for and for me and regarding self-awareness, awareness, it took a long time for me to understand and know who Diana actually is. I mean, many, many years and up and down trials and tribulations from that standpoint. And where I am today, I would say I'm still growing, still learning myself, which is a good thing. And um, recognizing through out my entire life the strengths that I actually have mm-hmm. and also understanding the weaknesses as well and not being okay with the weaknesses but not in the sense of allowing the weaknesses that I know I have to be a burden on me that it weighs me down to the point that I'm thinking bad about myself because I have a weakness mm-hmm. um, I know what my strengths are in the sense of you know people and being connected with people and loving people and giving of myself um that's a part of who i am i also know what my weaknesses are i got a bad temper sometimes <laughs> um and sometimes i have to well, i'm not gonna say sometimes all the time i have to put diana in check before i react mm-hmm. um certain things and then you know it's a lot more actually to that but realizing the woman that's within me and also it still goes to my strength and weaknesses is also allowing myself, my inner self to love me. So I realize what those strengths and weaknesses are, which has been um, better for me. And I've moved my life and how I feel and view myself in a much more positive way. Mm-hmm. So by being self-aware, how did you feel that that has um, enhanced your life? Um, in so many ways because how I used to you know carry myself and view myself was in the negative Mm -hmm. was not knowing who Diana actually was or is and not really knowing what my purpose on this earth is not that I have figured all of that out but again it's made me just feel whole in that sense and just loving myself from you know from top to bottom and regardless of what that is that I am okay and I'm okay within me and not depending on um, others or other things to make me happy Mm -hmm. and that was a part of my weakness as well so it has propelled me in a lot of different ways and and I keep saying loving myself Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what it did for me mm-hmm. because I didn't for so, so many years and um, I'm in that place and knowing to knowing me and loving me helps me love other people. Right. So I remember when I was um, a, ch- a child slash teenager and people would always say, all you have to do is love yourself. And I would be like, well, how do you do that? So how did you do that? I can't put a like a, a formula to it, um, but it's just uh, it's it's not as easy to describe. It's something that's that's in that's in the inside of you, and you know it's a it's definitely a good feeling for for me. I think everybody loving themselves is in a different place and 
how they view themselves and how they love themselves. But for me, it was just knowing that I am a special person, regardless of all of my flaws, um, and looking at myself in that way and understanding that my life and everything within it isn't predicated on what others say and how others view me. It's how I view myself. And I had to really hone in and practice and keep telling myself and, you know, that you're a good person, you're a beautiful person inside and out, and you deserve to be happy. And I had to also, to be happy, I had to decide that that's what I wanted. And then that's, that just trans, that just transformed everything else in my life. Mm -hmm. So Yvette, do you have any thoughts on that? (laughs) Well, let's see. So when you're talking about, um, you know, how you learn to love yourself and things like that, and um, also being self-aware, what was coming in my head was the whole just thinking about how I've, you know, moved from point A to point B and from point B to point C. And one of the big things for me was paying attention to the stories that I tell myself. And in the past, the stories were just these horrendous stories that I would tell myself about myself and about the world around me. And I I told these stories where I was always the victim in the story or I was always you know, the unworthy one or the pitiful, (laughs) the pitiful one or, um, and it was like the world, I'm not going to say it was a bad place, but the world didn't like me. Nothing in the world was going to go my way. So those were the types of stories that I would tell myself. Um, I always felt like if I asked for something, the answer was going to be no. Um, and I might have told you this before about um, when I was searching for a job. I was like 14. And I remember going downtown and I went to every store, every shop downtown asking for a job. And so I went to one and everybody's like, no, we're not hiring. We're not hiring. And so I went to one shop and um, I said, you all wouldn't be hiring, would you? Mm-hmm. And so as I'm saying it, I'm shaking my head no. Like, you all wouldn't be hiring, would you? And um, so she was like, no, we're not. <laughs> She's like, but, but let me tell you something. She's like, did you see how you walked in here and you approached me and you told me that we're not hiring and you shaking your head? Mm-hmm. No, she was like, you know, you can't do that. So she kind of explained to me, you know, that I was already setting the situation up for the answer to be no. And um, I still do that to this day. Like I still will walk into a place Expecting the answer to be no. Really? I do. I do. I walk into places thinking the answer is going to be no. And so when I bring it to my awareness, then I can change my thinking. But that's a story that I've always told myself that the answer is no. Like you can't have the things that you want in life. And so if I'm not consciously aware of that program that's playing, I will play right into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it takes me being consciously aware, and I have to make myself consciously aware. So I, um, I know that that's one of the programs that plays in my head. I know that's one of the stories that I tell myself. So if I'm about to go somewhere and I want to answer to be yes, 
Then I tell myself in advance, okay, the answer is yes. <laughs> and I visualize, you know, me getting the yes answer and everything that goes along with the yes. So I have to be consciously aware in order to not let that program play out. Play out. So in terms of being self-aware, if you can be aware of those programs and reprogram yourself in the moment, I think that that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely how you uh, put it in that in that dynamic, absolutely. Because if you're already realizing that you're creating a negative story before it even happens, <laughs> and you've played this in your mind of what that response or that um, is going to be from that person or this particular thing, so you've already kind of beat yourself before you even got there right. um, from that standpoint and understanding what that is and being able to flip that before it even happens mm-hmm. and putting that energy out there. So before you get anywhere or you have that conversation with that person or whatever, you've already changed it. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it's so funny because I was talking to my nephew and he said he does the same thing. He's <laughs> like, he's already expecting a negative answer. So he'll play the whole thing out in his head. And then he'd be mad at the person. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give him the correct response. But it's something he just totally made up in his head. His head. But we do that all the time. We do. And, yeah. and we let that stop us mm-hmm. from moving forward that we let that stop us in our tracks on a regular basis more often than we're probably willing to admit mm-hmm. and i think for and what i you know spoke on earlier and regarding the place that i was in and getting to that place of learning to love myself is because in that beginning in that time of not loving me and being in that place i was telling myself a story mm-hmm. in the sense that i didn't deserve love it was you know, I was always down. I didn't really care about myself. That was my story. Mm-hmm. And until I decided that I wanted that story to be something different, you know, and for me telling myself and loving myself within that, because I know now, not at the time, but knowing now that I deserve more than that. Mm-hmm. And I can give that to myself. So I want to go back to something you say, um, and you mentioned your strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. and being aware of what they are. Um, I actually was listening to my nephew talk about that and he had went to a job interview and in the interview, you know, that's one of the questions that you're often asked about in the interview. And um, but when he was talking, it just occurred to me that, you know, that's one of the main ways that we limit ourselves is when we talk about what our weaknesses are. And it's t- definitely nothing wrong with being aware enough that, you know, these are things you might want to work on um, or whatever. But a lot of times when we identify our weaknesses, we leave it at that. You know, like, I'm not good in this area, so I'm going to focus on what I'm good in. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the truth of the matter is we can be good in mostly any area if we so desire it. Cause I keep going back to the, the thought that if we're only using 10% right. of our brain, what what is the other 90% doing? Mm-hmm. And how can we develop, you know, bigger and bigger percentages, you know, of our brain. Um, and so like a lot of times our strengths are the ones that are, that come natural. And I say natural, but I don't know that it's natural. I think a lot of times it's just whatever environment you're in and then that environment encouraged that particular strength to grow. Um, but it's some things we 
automatically feel comfortable with and we do those things well but um as one of my other nephews was saying um recently in a, a podcast actually he was saying that it was certain things he didn't know he could be good at and it never crossed mm-hmm. his mind but then once he tried it he's like oh dang i'm good at this you know and so a lot of times things that we're good in we stay in that area um and i know like when I was first entering the work field, the real work world, you know, I worked at fast food restaurants, you know, from the time I was 14 until I was like 20 or something. But once I entered into, um, I guess, the work world that was in my field, it's like I just stayed there. Like I didn't venture into anything else because that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. And um, the ideal of doing something different it didn't even really cross my mind and um I think a lot of times we just get stuck with what our strengths are we stay there and then whatever our weaknesses are we avoid those but it's so much space for us to move around a lot of things can be our strength so I think if we identify what we want our strengths to be and then focus on that and put our energy on that um because so many times we think from what we think is possible, what we think we can do, what we think we're good at already. And then, for example, we dream from that space. Um, but if we can start expanding on what it is that we would like, like we can think outside of our parameters, outside of our current parameters. Um, and then whatever strengths that we need, we can just develop those. hmm and that's interesting because it's it's um I've never been a runner, never had the desire to be a runner, but you know, as I've been walking around the track and and, and getting in um a lot better shape, you know, I have started to I can now run half a track, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wow <laughs> you know, and and before my thought process, I can't, I can't run, mm-hmm. you know, and I used to run track in high school. Mm-hmm. So, but I always had that thought that that's a weakness of mine. And that's what I thought about. I can't run. And I just did it and just didn't have that other thought process that I can't. Mm-hmm. So, um, and eventually I'm going to get to a whole track, you know, <laughs> if I stop looking at how long that track is, you know, but I've gotten to a half and I always stop right there, Mm -hmm. you know, so now I need to push myself to just go a little bit further and then a little bit further before I know what I'll be doing. We went in the whole track. So you were here for me at that particular (laughs) point. I did it, you know, and I know I can do it. Um, and, and now that you've put it in the perspective of not focusing on your weaknesses, because are you saying that, you know, when you speak your weaknesses, that's what you're focusing on? Because you are, you're putting more so of that at the forefront of your mind? Yeah, it's kind of like you're just putting a block, you're mm-hmm. just making a block for yourself. Because really, why is that a weakness? Like, usually, you may have tried something and it didn't work out mm-hmm. one or two times. And then you're like, I can't do that. But you tried it one or two times. It's not the end all to be all like it doesn't have to be a weakness or maybe when you tried it um someone ridiculed you or mm-hmm. and then in your head you just make that as a weakness and then it, it becomes a weakness because you believe it is you know um 
Yeah. So I don't I don't think that we have to get stuck on that being our weakness, mm-hmm. especially if we want something different from that. Mm-hmm. But it's funny what you said about running half of the track and then stopping at the same point mm-hmm. because I used to run up this hill and every time I would get to the top of that particular hill, I would stop. Um, well, really, I was with a trainer. I had a trainer, and we would always stop when we got to the top of that hill. Mm-hmm. And so then when I was no longer working with him and I was running myself, I was always automatically stopped at the top <laughs> of the hill. And in my head, I must take a break now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so one day I was running with someone up that hill. So when I got to the top, I stopped. And then I was stopping for. And I'm like, hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> I feel like I can't go on. And mm-hmm. like, yes, you can. And, and I did. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I get to that one point and it's like, okay, if I go any further, I'm not going to be able to breathe. <laughs> you know, so I stop and I walk the rest of the way. And I know I could go further, you know, because at one point I couldn't do the half a track, mm-hmm. you know, and I just didn't stop and think about it. I just like, okay. I, I actually... Um, looked at had a um a, a marker because there's two light poles this that will split the track that's mm-hmm. half of the mm-hmm. track so and then you have a fence on one side that's part of the way and i would just run the length of that fence and mm-hmm. stop right there and i'm like but well, a pole is right there <laughs> so i just like okay I'm going to run to the pole. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. So I know if I went to the other side of the fence, which is a little bit further, I could get there. But I always stop at the pole. Right. Half a track. <laughs> you know, because I'm not going to breathe past it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another thing as far as what you were talking about. That's what I've put that um, place in that story in my own mind. Mm-hmm. That I cannot go past this pole because I'm not going to breathe past right. it. So I got to stop and walk at that particular point. Right. And, you know, since we're still on a running metaphor, okay. <laughs> so I was working with this coach and he would have me running at all these fast speeds, like around the track. And I just feel like I'm going to die, right? And so he would have me run, I can't even remember, I think maybe four times at my top speeds. And so when I would get to the third time, I would be like, this is my last time. I'm not, I don't care what he say, I'm not running around this track again right now have all kinds of i just be talking all kinds of junk to myself in my head like it's the last one i don't forget him he ain't the one out here about to die you know and so when we get to the last one he would run with me and so then i'd be like whoo i'm glad he slowed down right like he's i feel like the pace has slowed and i'm like okay now i can run or whatever and then when he calls out the time we're actually running faster Mm. than before Mm -hmm. and i'm just like how is that how was i about to die can't run one more but then if he runs beside me i can run it in faster so yeah so we just put these blocks um because we of what we think like i thought i couldn't Mm -hmm. i don't know why why did i think that i don't know why we think we can't do stuff, mm-hmm. but then we can. We can. So this was an interesting conversation. I think we went on, we touched on a lot of different things um, mm-hmm. as it relates to being self-aware. And I think obviously being self-aware is so important. Um, like like I say, if, especially if you can hear those stories that you're saying to yourself 
and choose a different story mm -hmm. like replace them in the moment that is just so wonderful because it's really going to change your life so being aware in those ways are terrific um, I do think sometimes self-awareness can almost stifle us because if we think okay these are our strengths and these are our weaknesses then we'll live up to that when really we are so much more than that and only thing we need to do is decide what it is we want and realize that the field of possibilities is greater than um, the subset of what we think we can do. Um, so those are the two things I would like listeners to take away this week. Okay. So until next time, this is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com. That's A R. V is in Victor, A T M C C L A I N E dot com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.